after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. Welcome to episode ninety-seven of 97. the after party. The the no the year nineteen ninety-seven reminds me of um, Barry. No, Dion Sanders. Why Deion Sanders? I don't know, because wasn't he like really popular around this time? And the Charlotte Hornets were really popular as well in the late 90s, like 97. Okay, I want to point something out to you. Uh, not because I don't think you know this. I just want to make sure I'm on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Sanders was a football player. And he also played baseball. Charlotte Hornets were a basketball, basketball team. team. I know, but I thought that they were all like, so Dion played football <laughs> and baseball. And then the ba- that basketball team was really popular at the time, too. I was really into sports at the time. The Charlotte Hornets have never been popping. So I like no, I liked the colors of them, which is why oh. I, I think I had a starter jacket that was the Charlotte oh. Hornets because I liked the jacket. I liked okay. the colors, purple and blue, purple now, and like teal. Now it makes sense. Okay, I was just like, hold on a second. I you remember, remember the jacket. Deion Sanders starter as starter as a brand was popping in the nineties. Yes, so yes, huge. And didn't Deion Sanders play for the Cowboys? He did. And then At one point. football and baseball, pff, Colorado Rockies. He was one of the first Colorado Rockies. I also loved the Colorado Rockies because they were purple and I loved their colors of their, um, of their, and those Rockies were just starting out. But no, he didn't play for the Rockies. I don't know who, Angels. I can't remember what baseball team he played for. Man. That's a good question. Some, he did play, some... but I can't remember who it was for because it was when, I think it was while he was playing with uh, football for the Atlanta Hawks. No, 49ers. He's playing mm. for San Francisco, I'm pretty sure. And while he was playing baseball at the same time, he would like catch a helicopter back to the. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. But yeah, uh, Deion Sanders is a legend. I know. You brought, you brought him up yesterday, I too. I did. Didn't you? I was just going to say, I've been Deion Sanders in the brain yeah. recently. I don't What's know. What's up with you? I don't know. You've Re- seen something for him recently? Reminiscing um, of those times, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I've been hanging out with my old grade school friends a bunch. Who knows? Who the freak knows? I'm trying to act like I know what I'm talking about. I really have no idea. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. You, like, mumbled kind of through that. Your mouth wasn't on the mic. <laughs> I did. Sorry about that. I got both my retainers in today, and uh, it's a new one. New tray. Ooh, feeling feeling the clinch. Let's see, because while you were doing that, Deion Sanders played baseball for the Red, the Braves ah, that's and the what Reds? I, he played for the Reds? Hold on, man. I should know that. I The Braves, that's what I was thinking of, the Braves. I said Angels. I meant the Braves. All right, we could do a deep dive on that because this is this is blowing my mind because I didn't realize, okay, he played for the Yankees for two seasons here? When did he play for the Reds? Uh, 94 and 95. Mm, that might have been. That's and then he was, was with the Giants. And, and then it says 97 and 2000. One, he was with Cincinnati. Maybe that's why. This is crazy. Maybe that's why I know him so much because he he was actually in Cincinnati. I guess I didn't realize he played that long. Uh, He played baseball that long. That's nuts, man. Ken Griffey Jr. also played for the Reds. Also, if you haven't uh, watched the Thirty for Thirty on Deion Sanders, he was he was freaking. Is prime it good? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have. Then I'm going to look that up. Can you watch the Thirty for Thirties? Can you stream those anywhere? ESPN somewhere probably. Mm. Yeah. What's better? Friends with Benefits or No Strings Attached? The movies. I've never seen <laughs> either. Hold on, but I'm going in real life scenarios. I've never I know, seen either I, movies. When I know. I was like, wait a second. That sounds kind of, I'm talking about the movies. you never seen either? No. Okay, is well, Aston Kutcher in both of them? No. He is in No Strings Attached. Um, I don't with think Natalie no str- Portman, my girl. Oh, my gosh. Same. I Justin don't think either Timberlake. of those 
What? Oh, and Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis was uh, friends with benefits. I don't think I remember. I don't think either of those scenarios really ever work out. No, they don't. That's why they fell in love at the end. Yeah, exactly. Pretty sure. They both had the same. It was essentially mm-hmm. the same movie, which kind of annoyed me. I saw both of them back when they came out. Um, and I saw a poll today asking people like what they thought was better. And I'm going to jump out here and say no strings attached. And who is that? Who's that, that was one? Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Okay. Just because you got to Number see Natalie one, Portman? Thought- it was because Natalie Portman. Yeah. That's my first reason. <laughs> I love her. I don't know why. My childhood crush started when I saw her in The Next Karate Kid. Really? She was in The Next Karate Kid? She the was The Kid? The Next Karate Kid. So it was like the sequel. It was like the second. Yeah. Th- th- thir- fourth The one? third or fourth yeah. in the franchise. Yeah. She was like a high school girl. She was getting, kind of getting bullied. And Mr. Miyagi taught her up. And it was it was crazy. Oh, man, she was so hot. Do you still movie. like that <laughs> SNL that SNL skit that I told you about? What you want, Natalie, to oh, drink yeah, and yeah, fight. Yeah. That was what you need, wild. Natalie, to fuck all night. That was funny. Dude, Because it's so like funny. you don't see Natalie Portman playing those kind exactly. of roles. So it's something as goofy as SNL when they put her in that skit. Do you like V for Vendetta? Never seen it. So good. Natalie Portman, classic. What about, she's in it? Yeah, she's the main girl. Oh, shoot, what? What about Black Swan? I saw Black Swan. So good. I thought it was a pretty good movie. It's one of those movies, too, where I probably need to go back and watch it again to fully grasp what was going on. I saw Black Swan in the theater with this lady I used to, um, with this girlfriend of mine back in the day. Yeah. And it was a total lesbo movie, and I was seeing it with my lesbo, and it was... uh, Black Swan was a lesbo one? Well, there's like a hookup scene or whatnot, you know? Man, I was... Lesbians, lesbians, back when I was a lesbian at the time, we all went crazy for it. Huh. It was Interesting. A big deal. Um, I did not know she was in Viva for Vendetta. Oh, yeah. She that's plays one of my in, favorite um, movies in the world. She's in uh, some of the, the Thor movies, too. Yeah, I haven't seen Marvel those movies. either, but she's um, great. But I think No Strings Attached, and I, and I just, Justin Timberlake, I love him. I think he's a great artist. I feel about- I like his sound his sound his like sonically his music is always very well produced. His voice, he can sing instrumentally all his songs, you know, praises and I'm giving him all the love. Not a fan of his acting. Mm. Not a fan of his acting. You didn't and like, like him- I, in the what? Social, social network? network? No. I, I did really not. Remember him in I that, thought it was weird. I thought it was such an odd character. When I saw it at the time, it was like, "Oh, Justin Timberlake." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's cool. But when you go back and watch that movie like 10 years later, you're like, oh, yeah, his acting skills are not the uh, best. But he's JT, he's right. man. He's JT. He can't do any wrong. But, I mean, I'm not running out to a Justin Timberlake movie. So when I see both of these movies back to back, like the pole, and see them up next to each other, I'm like, mm, I got to go with my man Ashton Kutcher. And who's Ashton Kutcher? Is he married to Mila Kunis now? He's married to M- Mila Kunis, yes. Yes. Uh, but they've been going at it since the uh, uh, that '70s show days. Yeah, started as friends. Mm-hmm. Started as friends. Perfect uh, scenario. Perfect case scenario mm-hmm. for like you know love. Which makes me think, one of my buddies in the Wolfpack, you know, is single, and people always say, "Why aren't you two dating?" Oh my God, you guys just to date you already. And him? Yeah, like just date already, just get married, and we're just like, nah, we're just homies, man. We're just homies. But I do, like, love talking to him, and, like, I really enjoy being around him all the time. All the time. I could hang out with Chris all day, every day. Sometimes. He listens to you. Chris, are you listening to this? There you go, boy. Yeah, what up, Chris? We homies for life. Sometimes, like, those, you have to keep those relationships. Yeah. Because once you you cross the line, 
there's almost no there's there's no return. There is no return. It doesn't go back to normal. Mm-mm. That's even make you know. Yeah. Quote unquote, whatever normal is. Uh, and that's why I think a lot of people are afraid of it. Yeah, you don't want to ruin a good thing. I just what if it doesn't way. work out? Exactly. And you're like, I really like where you are in my life right now, and I really like where what's going on with it. Yeah. Mm, I used to think back in the day that I would be the one who would that like, oh, I can go back and forth with both of these things, but no, boundaries are there or created for a reason or need to be. Do you have any successful friends with benefits or no string attached situations that you felt were? I did. They, back- they ended good. They ended well. Yeah, I did back in the day. Because there's sure. much that can just blow up yeah. in your face. That's and- happened as well. Oh, you've had, you've had both opposite, yes. uh, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, okay. but I would say the one. Did I ever tell you about my homie? He's now married and has kids. He almost came on my podcast. He's wow. Yeah, he um, uh, no strings attached. Talk about down with the brown. We always talk about. But yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, he was. I really enjoyed this person for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but it wow, ended you're up somewhat close to years. The- yeah, like I mean, we did this for like on and off for like five years. Whenever oh, each wow. of us was single, we'd be like, "Yo, what up? Hey, what's good? I'm on the market again." We never asked, never asked any questions. We were just we, pu- wow. we knew purely what was going on, yeah. and that was it. You just understood. Mm-hmm. There never came a time. We never when, had to talk about it. I was about nope. to say there never came a time of like, uh, "What are we? Nope. Hey, should we actually, or should we actually try this out? Like for real, for real? Nope." Really? I think there was one time I made a joke about like being pregnant, and I was like, "Dear Lord," he was like, or he asked me about like birth control, or whatever, and I was like, "Hell no, we whatever." Anyway, and we, we had that conversation, mm-hmm. and I was like, "The last thing we need is to get pregnant. What would we do if I got pregnant?" And he was like, "I'd put a ring on that and marry you tomorrow." And I was like, "We're in, we're I'm See, not gonna, okay. We're not gonna talk about." This. I think, and then you ended the conversation right there. I did. Yeah. You're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna talk about this," because yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I think in situations like the no strings attached, friends with benefits thing, there's always at least mm-hmm. one of the peoples that is down to take it a step further, or that has like the really deep feelings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's not always the women. Yeah. Sometimes it's the the woman's like, "No, nah, I'm good. We good over here." It's the guy. I think uh, that's a misconception amongst people. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean, so I'm, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. No, it's no, it's definitely true. Well, we I have think, feelings too. I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't think those guys um, maybe vocalize them enough, or or you don't get enough attention because you are a man when your feelings are hurt, and the girl's just like, well, whatever, you're a guy anyway. La la la. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's kind of on, on your side. What are we, just a piece of meat? Sometimes, I mean. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. But y'all do the same thing. Y'all do the same thing. It's a different world now. So even though it's a different world than, I, than it was when I started dating 20 years ago. So, Natalie out in these streets, man. You are on the dating scene. We are in this together. Yes. Natalie said this earlier and made me laugh so hard. I'm like, we're in this together. It's just a funny, hilarious phrase. Because, yeah, I mean. You tell me about what's going on on the scene, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I listen. So, Dude, <laughs> it's, you a, also it's give hilarious. Me, you give me sound advice. I can't say I, I tell you most of the stuff, you know. Yeah. And also, uh, I just think it's fun to get a man's perspective all the time. And also just to tell you these like hilarious things like grown-ass men that, aren't, that are single are behaving this way. Can you believe this? I know, and oftentimes it, it makes me sad for the male species. Oh, my gosh. 
But also, like, I'm glad that uh, I can give you a male perspective because men and women think differently. It's just the way it is. It's been this way for centuries. It's going to continue to be this way, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, it's a whole thing, obviously. But um, it's been really I can fun. Give you, I can give you a logical male perspective on things. You really do. Here's the thing. I trust you because, um, you know, you're a good person, you're a smart guy, and you got a genuine heart. I'm like, what, what, Freddie? I'm curious your opinion on these things. And also, um, you're also really fun to talk smack with sometimes <laughs> or whatnot. So. I feel like I'm a, I'm a good advice giver. Make it fun. I think Make I'm it all right. fun. And I, I thought about it before. I'm like, you know, long time ago, I was giving all my friends like advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I should start a business. Yeah. Some kind of dating consulting firm. I don't even know if that type of thing exists. I feel like anything exists these days. Uh, it's very true. But very I, true. I, I just like to listen. And if you like my opinion, you ask me for it, and I will, I shall give. <laughs> That's all. So I'm looking forward to more stories from. <laughs> From Natalie Jones. I can't wait. Already, it's been not. It's been four days, and it's already been very exciting. <laughs> it's been four days. <laughs> Are you getting winded already? You're like, whew. Sheesh. Four days, multiple people. There's a cleanse involved. All right, Let, let's continue to talk about that cleanse. All right, because so- we said we would we would talk these things out. Where are we on the cleanse, Natalie? So last night I um, had a couple drinks with a potential suitor. And woke up today feeling kind of a little hungover, and I ate a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean I had some cantaloupe and some candy. And now my stomach hurts. Cantaloupe so it's okay. I'm going back onto the uh, going back onto the cleanse tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, when I saw Natalie eating some candy in the studio today, <laughs> and I walked in the studio, and she's got her hand in the box <laughs> of candy like. A kid getting caught with his hand in the cookie jar, (laughs) and she just looks at me wide eyes and goes, like, I'm caught. Like, I'm starting to cleanse back tomorrow. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, poor thing. And you're like, I don't care, but I really do. So um, it's been nice. I really do feel great being on the cleanse, though. I really feel wonderful. And it holds me accountable. You got to talk about it in past tense. Okay. You felt good. I you, felt you, great you're on, not on it. it right now. Today, I hate feeling hungover, and I really <laughs> hate it. And I had, this is how, I mean, I had one glass of wine, honestly. I had one glass, then I poured half a second one, didn't finish it. And then I had two and a half beers, and the third one I couldn't finish. And then I might have, yeah, I was just like, I can't, I can't. And I was like trying to drink these drinks, and I was like, I don't fucking, I don't want any of this. I just, I need to go to bed. And you were also probably thinking in the back of your mind, this isn't good for my cleanse. Oh, exactly. And, yeah. I, and I was just yeah. like, how am I going to do this tomorrow? And, and not because I was like, I know myself and I'm hungover. I just like eat shit. And I was like, this is. And then today I went long enough. And then finally I was like, okay. I didn't think I could perform well at my job in the mental state that I was in. If and you not were slightly hungover and hungry. And on a cleanse, yeah. And on a cleanse, yeah. Just liquid diet only. <laughs> but hold on, but I can say, for all those you know that I'm following, doing it, uh, my body does feel really great. So also I have been, my energy levels have been very low, but I've been um, injured this week. I have like hip misalignment and sore muscles and stuff. And that healing process has been accelerated, I, b- I believe, because of the cleanse. So that's kind of what I was going for a little bit. And I feel like it helped. I did have a uh, correctional, like my PT masseuse guy came, mm-hmm. um, but it really did. It really did help. And it's just helped not exercising at all. What she's saying is she started off the week really strong, 
with a PT <laughs> massage, get everything in line, her spine, her hips, everything is ready to go, Yeah, ready for the game, and uh, <laughs> liquids, first half of the week. Liquid only master cleanse was going strong, and then... She had a glass of wine. Oh my and it all gosh. went downhill it from all went there. Downhill from there. But it's all right. You're starting over. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's there's no. It's all right. You're not a failure. No, I definitely don't. I definitely don't think so. I mean, I still feel my body still feels great. I'm excited to get back on it. Like I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. You said you had uh, drinks with a suitor. What is a suitor? I don't know what that means. And a potential suitor. A potential suitor is what you said. Uh, yes. What yes. is that? A man I have a crush on. I've known him for a long time, and uh, I asked him to come over. We made plans earlier in the week. Got you. And um, he's gonna help me do some stuff, and then um, around my house, he's a carpenter, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay. Crush vibes. No, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just it making was sure. Fun I understood. to just hang out. Okay. Just making sure I understood what what a suitor was. I didn't know if that, uh, you know. Sometimes, you know, if there's a word, I don't know what it means. Uh, Some people use big words, and I take it as disrespect. I mean, like, I don't know what it means. (laughs) So what did you you think it was? I don't know. I I guess I thought, uh, I don't know what I thought. Mm. I just wasn't really sure. Thought it could mean that, but I thought it meant okay, possibly like a it was another word or phrase for a potential storm, uh, sperm donor. One day, like you know, I don't want you to actively be in my kid's life. I just want your, <laughs> you know what I mean. And yeah. that's not what you said at all. This is completely my thoughts. Yeah, but that's just how my brain works when I don't know what something means. Oh. I infer based on my crazy brain. Oh. This man yeah. would make a great father. I would want him involved in life for sure if we ever had a baby. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just meant sperm donors and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you. You got sperm donor on the brain I, because of, the, of that thing that's going on in Shanghai. I did, yeah. And that's possibly where it came from, too, to clean this all up and give it some context. Here we go. So in Shanghai, they are inviting college students they didn't specify the age, which gave Natalie a run for her money. She was like, well, a bunch of 17-year-olds. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I hope they would have, like, make it. But the, the rules and laws are different there, so. Exactly. They didn't say an age. But college students uh, competing for a summer contest. They're going to pick the person with the best sperm, best semen. Highest sperm count and motility will be the winner. Their names will not be released to the public. And I just this thought. This is out of control. I thought, you know, women might want to know that information. <laughs> I'm just why saying. Are they, why are they withholding it? Privacy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like why advertise you're doing this competition and not tell me who wins? Mm-hmm. Even me. I'm not even a part of competition. I wouldn't mind knowing who won. You want to know who won? I yeah. said why. I think everybody would. Just kind of want to know. I have no need for your sperm, but that I want to know. Like I know who what the guy looks like in his name. He wins the best sperm bank donor, huh? I know the fun facts. You got to think that like people who donate to sperm banks, what are they thinking? Like, They're what trying is, to help the world. Remember, what um, is the type of person who donates to a sperm bank? And do you want? Did you do you know their profile when you look into it? What do you mean? Like when a woman goes to pick a sperm? Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I, I mean, based on I've never done this, but I've uh, based on shows and stuff that I've seen, you get to look through like profiles of people and like where the sperm comes from. Okay, this guy has a high. Uh, uh, what, what's the the test? Mm-hmm. The IQ. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that. Maybe race. 
region where you come from, like a state or, you know, mm-hmm. ethnicity, things like that. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, you have a choice. And then you're like, yeah, I come here to pick up a sperm. Like, you know what I mean? You don't know you're what you're like, getting. Just some random. Who is this? Get some mayonnaise guy. Yeah. You know? yeah if you're down with the brown, you want brown. <laughs> I don't want white rice. <laughs> no, but remember the guy, the sperminator? Yes. Remember we talked about him? 26 kids. Gosh. There's also this documentary I watched recently about a doctor who put his, his impregnated his sperm in like hundreds of women. In Arizona, I believe. That's nuts, man. I know. Like he like he impregnate for like impregnated age. For like sixteen years he used his own sperm to help these women get pregnant. And it was a whole like kind of self fulfilling prophecy where he thought that his sperm was better than everybody's. But all, all these kids in the neighborhood kind of started all looking the same. Like he was at he was at um, he <laughs> was an a small OB. town, man. You gotta move to a big city. Yeah, well, he was he was an <laughs> OB and I think I believe I, I might be my details might be a little wonky here, but I believe that women would come to him with fertility issues, and he would just be like, "Oh, we'll take care of it," and he would just I got like you. say yeah. no more. Yeah, and I think he would turkey based them. He wouldn't like have sex with them. He'd turkey based them, yeah. and um, it was like all his sperm. I don't know about people like that. It's not. I mean, he's in. He got. I think he went to jail. He's a bit. I mean, well, yeah. You. That's totally. You can't just turkey based people, man. Like, just go to a sperm <sighs> bank and do it the quote-unquote right way and women were paying for it it's so messy but here's the thing i'm i'm at a i'm I'm at a crossroads with this because there are there are so many women that unfortunately go through infertility issues and things Mm -hmm. and and a lot of it a lot of times from what i understand like they can't it's uncontrollable right it just happens unfortunately so people like sperm donors i would assume are trying to help with as much as they can um, with these types of situations, people want kids, and if they can have like their egg and his sperm and do it mm-hmm. the way, then they do it. So it's kind of like okay, but also, if you're fathering, quote unquote, fathering twenty six kids. Oh my goodness! And you're in all of their lives. It's just kind of weird. There's just after like number seven, <laughs> it gets. It gets a little weird. There's like, just too much. What do you, who do you think you are? On. Why do you do you have some kind of god complex? I think you know? so. I think so. You're trying to build your own cult. Like, what's happening mm, here? Mm, 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 you know. Mm. So the people that are doing it for like the right reasons and they do it moderately, but people that are just like, yeah, I'm the self-proclaimed sperminator. Don't ever. He I gave would, himself th- that nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dear Lord, that is scary. People like that are in the world. But yeah. you know what? And they can procreate. I just they're, hope that all soldiers kids, march. I hope that all of his kids are loved equally and that they all feel love. Wow. That's about it. You know what though? We talk about this enough. I really before we know it, I don't know. People keep telling me that you just gotta go get a baby. Because I'm like, I just think I really want ready to settle down, you know? I'm like you gotta you got to do this. You got to go through. Yeah, you can. I mean, here's another sperminator. He gave himself this nickname. I'm like, there's multiple sperminators. Really? But this oh. guy. Do you think they have, like, feuds he, between he, them on the internet? Probably. <laughs> they other? beef. Yes. No, I'm the sperminator. Yeah. This guy, you can meet him at Target or Starbucks. He's procuring samples in there. He'll go in the bathroom. Like, a, once a location is chosen, he will go into the bathroom, pleasure himself while watching porn on his phone, and ejaculate into into a uh, soft in, into an instead soft cup. 
a type of menstrual cup or something, some special cup. He then delivers the specimen to the woman, comes out the bathroom, hands it to you. She'll go into the ladies' restroom and she'll insert it into her cervix. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Is a masturbating in a public restroom illegal? Probably. Depends on what state. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if he's in New York or what. This is not the way you want to do it, man. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Won't kids ask questions later? It's out of control. You know? <laughs> I mean, but I brought that. I bet they brought brought a child. I don't know that. That makes it's me just feel a nuts. I don't that. That's a nuts way of doing it. That man. really is. Come on, man. He's not going to the sperm bank. I thought very, he was. Maybe I was thinking so. of the other sperminator. I don't know. Stop calling yourself that. Also, you're lame. Sperminator. Oh my god. Who do you think you are? You're not a superhero, man. What a freaking nut. What a freaking nut. Natalie Portman's only 5'3", by the way. Oh, yeah. Man, that's crazy. She always looks tall. I would think she was 5'10". Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I, I mean, no, yeah. Mm, no, she little. She just a little bit. She's also a Harvard grad. She is. I love her. <laughs> All right, man. Let's bounce. Hello, Natalie Portman, and uh, thank you so much for making great movies all the time. Natalie Portman, I want to ask as a as another Natalie, um, do you ever call yourself Nat Attack? If you don't, um, or if you do, uh, Nat Attack is a really great way um, to give your. It's a great nickname. If There's you some, want, if you want to go by sometimes. So, you know, being in this business, you, we get the opportunity to interview celebrities and artists and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty nice sized list of people. I think that would give me make me very very nervous. Natalie is Port- Natalie Portman's on that list. <laughs> Agreed. I don't know if I'd be able to get through the interview. You and this little. Uh, I'd be like staring at her eyes. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd be staring at her eyes. What else? So if you weren't <laughs> nervous, what would you be staring at? Probably her eyebrows. Oh, okay. Great save. Mm-hmm. Great save. Yeah. 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 Does she have dimples? I don't. I might look at her cheek. How is she your favorite? You don't even know if she has dimples. Because I'm not stalking her. See, I don't know too many details. Mm. I'm not that kind of, you know. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Anyway, I'm just kidding around here. All right. Uh, <laughs> peace and love. Whatever it is you do today, make yourself freaking proud, y'all. We'll see you soon.